0: Hello and welcome to the Iron Catholic podcast. I'm your host Rob and thanks for tuning in to another edition of this podcast. So fall's upon us. I hope you guys are enjoying the fall weather, enjoying everything that comes with the fall, the colors of the leaves, you know, walks and the trails in the woods, hot apple cider, pumpkins, any and everything that you might attach to fall. Uh, I know for me, It's the lack of bugs, especially here in Wisconsin. Holy cow. Uh, My favorite thing about fall, yes, walks in the woods and the colors of the leaves and hot apple cider, but most of all, you could do everything without bugs. It's awesome. And I don't know if those of you who are listening have problems with bugs year-round, depending on where you live, but during the summer, it's pretty bad here. So it's definitely one of the things that I'm thankful for uh, during this season, of fall. So I pray that it's been well to you so far, and I hope you're enjoying it and continue to enjoy uh, the next month plus that we should have of it. So before we begin, let's begin with the Saint Michael prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Saint Michael, the Archangel, defend us in battle. Be our safeguard against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray, and do thou, O Prince of Heavenly Hosts, by the power of God, cast into hell Satan and all evil spirits, who prowl about the world, seeking the root of souls. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. All right, so we got a great topic today. Uh, we're talking peace through strength, why Ronald Reagan was right, but before we get into the topic... Um, You might have noticed it's been a few weeks since I've had an episode. And, you know, I just want to address a real human aspect of this. I have been in a funk. Yes, a funk. Maybe some of you can relate. Just a a down period in your life, you know, where you you lose motivation. Maybe your prayer life isn't the best. Um, You know, and I was debating about whether I was going to talk about this on the episode today, but I think it's important to address because funks are things that all of us experience in our life, the ebb and the flow, the ups and the downs of life. Um, you know, we, we just, there's periods of highs and periods of, of, you know, increased motivation, but there's also periods of funks, periods of down portions of your life. And admittedly, I have been in a funk and I just, you know, my prayer life hasn't been what it's been. My exercise has been good, um, you know, but but my prayer life, uh, a lot of other things, discipline in other areas such as organization, cleanliness, you name it, uh, has slipped a little bit. And so I just want to encourage you, you know, if, if you're in a funk, if you're feeling down, if you're headed towards a funk, maybe you've just come out of one, you know, the the real remedy that I'm finding in all of this is God. And I would offer two suggestions. And I, I would say I'm not, probably not 100% out of it. I feel like I'm coming out of this funk, this period of, of down, if you will. But two things that I've learned uh, as I start to to pick back up, if you will, as I kind of start to recover and uh, move a little bit more towards consolation. The first thing I've learned is run to God. You know, all of us have gifts and talents in our lives and we have a mission and this god-given mission can't fully happen without the grace of god so if we're not running to god if we're not spending time in prayer uh, if we're not attending church if we're not you know engaging in things that bring us closer to christ if we're not receiving the eucharist it has an effect on us and and when we try to do the best we can you know, when we try to live out our God-given destiny without God involved, i fall short. And I think that can contribute to funks sometimes. Um, you know, and, and so that's one thing that I've learned is, is run to God because only he can fully sustain us. And if it's, if you really want to make the most to maximize your potential, it can only, and I underline and emphasize, only be done with God. And so that's the first thing I've learned: is, is run to God. Don't be afraid to run to God. It's never too late. He has open arms, and he, he he wants to be there for you. So that's my first thing. And the second piece of advice, I guess, I would offer, is make a plan and pray for the grace to be able to carry it out. This is important, I think. Uh, you know, recently I was taking a walk outside, and I just I said I need to make a plan. And I think a good plan to kind of break yourself out of funk uh, is what I call the bookend plan. This is starting your day and ending your day with your why. And so in this case, it's God. Beginning your day with prayer and ending your day with prayer and thanksgiving for the day and the graces that you've received. And so what I did is I constructed, you know, roughly like a 30 to 45 minute morning prayer plan and a 10 to 15 minute uh, night prayer, evening prayer plan, and of course, this should be inspired by god this you know this this should be brought to prayer, you should bring to prayer what should I start my day with? Uh, what should I end my day with? but I think it's important to approach this from the bookend uh, philosophy because you know if we begin our day with our why, if we begin our day with God and with prayer. You know, it, it kicks off the day we have the extra grace. We're in relationship and communion and harmony with God as we go forth to really maximize our gifts and our talents. And at the end of the day, it's important to be thankful. And it's important to give everything to God in thanksgiving. The, you know, the, in thanksgiving, the the good things and the bad, uh, whatever came our way. And to be thankful for it. And if we, we, if we messed up, if we didn't do something right, Say you're sorry to God. Bring, bring it to God. You know, of course, if you sin, uh, make your way to confession. Absolutely. But on a day-to-day basis, you know, really bring to God all the things that went well, the things that didn't go well, and uh, just lean into him. God loves you. God he is a God who wants a relationship with you, and he wills to use us, and he wants us to reach our maximum potential. Uh, so these are just two things that I'd offer uh, if you're in a funk, if you're headed towards a funk, maybe in preparation for when we go through a funk, because you know, no matter who we are, uh, we've we've all been in funks, and you know, we'll we'll come out of them for sure. But they're they're going to come again, and so I think you know, we when we make a game plan, we have to make the game plan uh, before the game or after the game, you know, if, in preparation for the next game, because trying to act on the run. Uh, might not have the most effectiveness and so those are the two things run to god and make a plan and pray for the grace to stick to it okay um so let's dive into our topic today peace through strength why ronald reagan was right and so uh there's a quote from ronald reagan so ronald reagan addressed the nation on defense and national security in 1983 um you know, a lot of you might have heard the phrase "peace through strength," and this was from that address. And Reagan spoke about, you know, deterrence in this address during the Cold Wars so this is in the Cold War, um, so that the strength of the United States defense would dissuade anyone from attacking, really, um, for fear of what would happen if they did. So there's strength there's peace that can come through strength, is what he was saying. And so tonight, we're going to talk about why maintaining strength of mind, body, and soul will help deter our enemy. And so I think before we begin, it's important to just remember that, you know, a lot of people see strength as an attacking uh, mode, as kind of a a tool for just attacking. And that's not the case, I think. Uh, Strength can also be for the defense. You know, if we want peace... And if we want to be disturbed less, I think we need to be strong. You know, a lot of people say, you know, I'm just, well, I'm just not the attacking type. I'm not the aggressive type. Um, and I think there's a righteous aggression at times, a righteous anger that comes about. Um, and I'm not saying you have to be aggressive necessarily through this, uh, but, but a lot of people associate strength and power with aggression. And this isn't always the case. You know, a lot of times uh, an enemy, whoever it might be, the devil, uh, somebody else in the world, a nation, a country, a person. They attack those uh, who have a weakness. They exploit a weakness. You know, somebody would be a fool to attack somebody that they knew was stronger than them. I mean, there's extreme circumstances where that might come about, but I think honestly, people, you know, you look at bullies in schools, in the workplaces, wherever it, bullies are all over. Bullies attack those who are weak. And those who have some sort of weakness. Now, again, that weakness may or may not be that person's fault. I'm not, I'm not saying that that is. But bullies attack weakness. And so if we have strength, it's not that we have to use it for aggression, for dominance, for power over people, you know. But I think that there's more power in having the ability to do something, that is, having strength of mind, body, spirit, and not not necessarily even you, having to use it over someone or something. Um, but that other person or that other individual or nation or whoever it is, the devil knows that you have that strength. So, you know, I think there's real power in that. So I think, you know, even if, you, even if you're a peaceful person, if you're a peaceful person, um, if you're somebody who just likes to avoid conflict, build your strength. I think this will help you further avoid conflict. Now, I think there's a time and a place for conflict, a righteous conflict, absolutely, but not always. You know, and a lot of times um, we wanna we wanna uh, defuse certain situations, and I think this diffusing and this deterrence can happen through strength of mind, body, and spirit. And this is kind of what Ronald Reagan was saying uh, in his 1983 address. So, if you think about it, strength is really one of the best universal improvements uh, because uh, you know it improves everything, like nobody says you know I do not want this uh, a greater degree of strength, I think strength, no matter what discipline you 're doing, no matter what area you 're in, it always helps you you know let 's look at athletics as an easy example you know even even uh, uh, some let 's think of something that maybe where quote unquote like brute strength might not be required even in Maybe ultimate frisbee or marathon running. You know, while they may not want bulky strength, there needs to be a strength in their legs. There needs to be a strength in their will that comes through training. And so strength doesn't always manifest itself in the form of bulky, huge biceps and muscles and triceps and legs. And, you know, like that, that that's one degree of strength. Absolutely. But <clears throat> I think strength is just... You know, strength can be of body, of mind, of spirit. It's just the ability to uh, impose your will and win, you know, to be successful, to to win, to be able to have the ability to win uh, and to be stronger and better than your opponent, uh, whatever case it is. So, you know, but strength only comes through doing hard things. And I don't care what type of strength it is, it only comes through doing hard things. It doesn't come through doing easy things. It comes through you know, studying relentlessly. Uh, it comes through praying relentlessly, having dependence on God. It comes through training our body relentlessly, hard. It comes through hard. And if you look at the tactics of our enemy, the devil, a lot of times what he's trying to do is he's trying to lead us to and hook us on things that are easy, soft things, effortless things, dissipating pleasures. And I'm not saying that there isn't a place for pleasure or for things to be easy. I'm not saying things have to be hard all the time. But I think, you know, if you look at as far as growth, growth only comes through doing those hard things. Um, you know, and and, and the devil wants us to wants to wants us to be inclined to sloth, to laziness, to ease, to kind of like a uh, a sorrow of spirit. You 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 get a sorrow of spirit when you see how difficult something's going to be. And it's like, oh, I don't want to do that. Or, oh, you know, that's that's going to be too difficult. I don't even want to begin, you know, because it's hard. I don't even want to begin because it's going to cause me suffering. I don't even want to try it. You know, this is exactly what the devil wants, because get this, when we do hard things, we're training our will. Our will is what helps us decide, are we going to sin or not? So it helps train our will to do difficult things to bring about growth. So when you do hard things, mentally, physically, spiritually, you're training your will. And you are going, you're strengthening that muscle, if you will, the will, in, in a spiritual sense. You're training your will to do hard things. You're training it so that you can better make a decision of whether to sin or not. Too much ease weakens our will. So essentially, what it is is that if we don't do hard things, if we're unwilling to submit ourselves to doing difficult things, we're going to be more susceptible to sin. Because again, it's that training of the will. Um, you know, we will not have the strength to say no when temptation comes. We must submit ourselves to doing hard things. Not all the time, but we must be willing to. And able to submit ourselves and be able to carry through doing hard things. But let's talk about well-rounded strength and mind-body spirit. You know we can think of our you know mind- body spirit, we talk about that a lot, um, the three pillars of our existence, you know, or what we're made of. Think of it as a three-legged stool. Each leg represents one aspect, the mind, the body, or the spirit. The strength and the durability of the stool depends on the combined strength of those three legs. So if one leg is weak, if let's say maybe you're, you're really physically strong and you're really intellectually smart and you're mentally strong, but your spiritual life is, is maybe pretty weak or, or vice versa. Maybe your physicality is weak, and, but you're really smart and you're, you know, your spirituality and your faith is, is stronger than ever. If one of the legs is weak, it can compromise the whole stool. You know, we we touched upon how being well-rounded is important in past episodes. You know, but today we're talking about how the strength in those areas is not only going to help you be better, but avoid some of the aggressive attacks from the enemy. You know, both spiritually and physically. Whoever our enemies are, the devil, um, the devils our real primary enemy. Uh, but but yes, people can set ourselves set themselves against us and and be temporary enemies, of course. But I think it's important to do something to help you grow mentally, physically, and spiritually each day. You know, in my opinion, God provides the perfect template in the Old Testament of the Bible. He talks about six days of labor and work and one day of rest. You know, now now I'm going to touch on this. The rest is incredibly important. A lot of people say, well, what about seven days? And and believe me, there's a temptation to want to work seven days. I think we can become uh, what many tab as a workaholic. And it doesn't have to be necessarily like work work, like I'm going into the office, but it could be work just, you know, of mind, body or spirit, you know, but that that day off is so important. And I've learned this and I'll touch upon this in a future episode, but I've learned this in my in my weightlifting because, you know, I, 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 there's been times where I say, you know what, I don't need an off day. I'm in a train seven days a week. I feel pretty good. And even though the greats have told me, the great bodybuilders, the great powerlifters say you need at least one day off, if not more, sometimes two. You need days off of rigorous training. You know, even though God <laughs> has said in his greatness and his goodness, six days you shall labor and one day you shall rest. Um, I still set myself against it. It's like, Nope, I can do, I can do seven days and I have paid for it. You know, there have been periods in my life where I'll train, you know, three plus weeks in a row and I'm weaker than ever a lot of times. And I am as sore as all get out. And so again, um, it's it's important to do something to help us grow mentally physically and spiritually each day but we must take our rest too we must have that rest and that rest is is ultimately where we grow you know rest is the, the 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 work and the toil is where we break ourselves down but the rest is where we where it builds back up our body our mind our spirit the rest the refreshment that we have is where the growth and the rebuilding happens and that's where the real growth comes in um Now, this is an ideal approach, obviously, you know, and and life will not always go as planned. Shocker, right? (laughs) But making sure we're striving for growth in all three of these areas, mind, body, spirit, is important. You know, this is not only for our performance and success and virtue, but again, also to dissuade the attacks of the enemy, So let's look at a scripture verse here. In the gospel, Luke chapter 11, verse 21 and 22, Jesus speaks about this. He says, When a strong man, fully armed, guards his palace, his possessions are safe. But when one stronger than he attacks and overcomes him, he takes away the armor on which he has relied and distributes the spoils. So what can we learn from this? The stronger we are in mind, body and spirit, the safer our possessions are. And these aren't not just our material and physical possessions. Um yes, those are definitely safer if if we're stronger. But our family, our friends, you know, parents as as heads of the household, you know, we we need to protect our children, you know, and and when we're Mentally, physically, and spiritually strong, we give the devil less opportunities to not only come after us, but to come after our children. Uh, and so strength is going to dissuade that. And the stronger our relationship with God, the stronger our faith, and the less temptations are gonna be. Or the stronger that we're gonna be able to resist the temptations. We're gonna have a stronger resolve of will. Um uh, you know, and our ultimate strength and foundation again in all three of these comes from God that's where it comes from that's our our mental strength, our intellectual strength comes from God, our physical strength comes from God, our spiritual strength obviously comes from God, but remember he does expect us to do our part, and so yes, while our strength and our foundation is rooted in God, let's do our part let's let's put forth that work. Let's put in that effort to build our bodies, to build our intellects, to build our spirituality and our relationship and our prayer life. So now more than ever, we need to strengthen ourselves as our enemy, the devil, and all those who have sided with him are becoming more hostile and more aggressive. I don't think I need to, uh, Expound upon that, you know, as far as today's society goes. I think we see that the devil is much more aggressive, he's much more open, um, and he doesn't even bother covering his tracks anymore. So, for the sake of our families, for the sake of our friends, and for the sake of those that we love and care for, let us be strong and ready for whatever may come our way. And remember from an early episode. Uh, Everything that we experience begins in our physicality. So let us make sure we are strong mentally and spiritually, yes. But let our physical strength and our ability not be neglected, as this will help our intellectual and our spiritual strength. Let us be a force to be reckoned with. A force to be reckoned with, honestly, for the Lord. And when he calls, may we be ready to serve him in mind and in body, and in spirit. Viva Cristo Rey. Long live Christ the King. Okay, so that's all I have for you today. Um, Let's close with a prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Okay, thanks again for taking some time to listen to today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I can find some nuggets that are helpful for you and for your loved ones. Again, if you enjoy these podcasts, please share them with a friend. I pray that God will use them to help people in whatever way that they need it most. And so, until next time, may God bless you and those you love, and remember... Keep grabbing hold of your God-given destiny.